As a professor who had thousands of meetings with students and gave hundreds of lectures over twenty years, the single question that I heard most frequently, hands down, was from young women asking me how I managed to balance work and family. Even after foreign policy talks at other universities, once the audience had thinned out, a young woman would invariably raise her hand. And ask me what advice I would give to women seeking to have a career and a family at the same time. I am hardly alone in this. Any of my female colleagues would say the same thing. We understand why these young women ask us this question, and feel proud that they are looking up to us. But the answers are complicated. I could have told my students that the only way I had managed to have a high-powered career and a husband and two sons was by being a tenured professor at a top university, married to another tenured professor at the same university. But that could be deeply discouraging, and it's not the whole truth. Drive, hard work, and good fortune each played a role in charting the course of my career. Moreover, many other women managed to combine careers and families successfully in less flexible and fortunate situations. Later on, I could have said to any of the young women I met in Washington, "Look, I'm on the edge of perpetual crisis here. My teenage son is having all sorts of issues. My husband and I are desperately trying to figure out how to manage him while I'm gone five days a week." I'm torn up inside and asking myself daily whether this job is worth the personal cost, but that too would have been pretty discouraging. And again, not the whole truth. My situation could have been very different if my kids were not teenagers, if they were not sons battling over every little issue with their father, if my oldest son had not found himself far too familiar with the Princeton police station. I could also look around D.C. and see other women who were doing what I was trying to do, including a commute, without the same difficulties. So what to say? My truth has multiple parts, and it's only my truth. Still, I'm a feminist, and one of the central tenets of my life has been to believe and live the proposition. That women can have full-fledged careers just like men, without giving up the joys of family life. For me, at least, that's what it meant to have it all. As we'll discuss in Chapter Two, I am now quite ambivalent about the phrase, but I will continue to use it here as a shorthand for this idea. So it's not surprising that I, like virtually every other woman I know in my generation, Typically, fell back on a set of standard mantras, as if chanting them enough would make them true. Three of the most common are: one, you can have it all if you are just committed enough to your career; two, you can have it all if you marry the right person; three, you can have it all if you sequence it right. These are not lies; they are true in part. But they are not the whole truth. They offer the comforting illusion that having a career and a family depends on choices you make. In fact, though your choices are certainly important, life has a funny way of intervening. Look back ten years. Has your life gone exactly according to plan over the past decade? 
You also have a funny way of changing. At twenty-five, when I was married for the first time, I thought only about my career. If you had asked me, I would have said I wanted children. But in what seemed like the very far-away decade of my thirties, at thirty-five, when I married again, having a baby suddenly became almost all I could think about. I spent two years agonizing that I might have sacrificed being a biological mother to my career, a choice that I never intended to make. In my view, these mantras are not enough. It is important to encourage younger women, but it's equally important to acknowledge the reality that many women have lived. To be honest about all the couples who assumed when they started out that both partners would have equal opportunities. Both to parent and to pursue their professional aspirations, but then discovered that two full-time careers and two or more children, often together with responsibilities for older relatives, simply did not work. By telling the whole truth, we can get those couples to talk much more frankly and directly about choices and trade-offs before they commit to each other. We can change what young women look for in their mates, and above all, we can map a more accurate landscape of obstacles and barriers to true equality, so we can then set about knocking them down.